his big journey, going from a farm boy to a war hero to a mystic Jedi Knight to saving, having to be the one to save his father. Now, 30 years later, after Jedi, everyone is sitting there thinking, well, what is Luke Skywalker going to be like? What is he going to do? Well, in the old legends, we had Luke going off and starting a Jedi Academy, uh, getting married, having a kid, um, having his wife murdered by his nephew, um, you know, having interdimensional beings come in who he can't use the force against and then needing to learn how to take care of that and then the old um, empire now is in charge of the republic and it got really messy so I kind of enjoyed that somebody stepped in and given us a new perspective on what Luke is and that's what's happened now in The Last Jedi. Brian Johnson has taken the concept of Luke as a Jedi and kind of turned it on its head. A lot of people would say, you know, well, Jedi would never run away from a fight. Um, a Jedi would never have given up as easily as Luke did, but I actually believe that Luke didn't give up easily. But his biggest flaw, like I've said in an earlier segment, was that he is constantly looking to the future and he is haunted by it. He saw what he thought was the darkness growing within the heart of his nephew, went into his nephew's tent with the intent of striking him down if he found darkness in his heart. And when he listened to his heart and found that Snoke had already gotten in there and had corrupted his nephew in that one brief fleeting instance, like he said, he ignited his blade and just for heartbeat was willing to sacrifice his nephew in order to save the galaxy from another um, dark force user but that's when he realized what am I doing this is my nephew this is my flesh and blood what am I doing and as he goes to ignite you know turn off his weapon that is when Ben turns and sees that his uncle is standing over him with an ignited lightsaber looking like he was going to strike so once again we have things happening from a different point of view ben saw it as his uncle was there to kill him no matter what luke saw it as yes i came in there with the intent of possibly killing him but at the same time once I realized what I was doing, he stopped. He wasn't going to actually strike down and kill his nephew. But by then, it was too late. His actions, in the words of Rey, created Kylo Ren. And that was Luke's worst fear. He saw the cycle repeating itself once again. And as he said in his second lesson of uh, the Jedi and why the Jedi needed to end uh, to Rey was the hubris if, and the um, the hubris and the, and the the arrogance of 
the Jedi is what caused the Sith to be able to rise into power once again. At the height of the power of the Jedi Order, Darth Sidious was able to fool them all and become and take over the galaxy. Darth Vader was trained by a Jedi Master. Of course, then Rey turns it back on him and says, Hey, but you saved your father. And he said, Yeah, but at what expense? Of me then repeating the exact same mistakes that they made by, you know, now creating a new dark evil in the galaxy? Even though uh, his sister was convinced that it wasn't Luke's fault, that it was Snoke's fault all along, Luke still has it convinced in his heart that he is the reason why Kylo Ren is now ruling the galaxy. So, a lot of people have, like I said with my friends and other people that I've heard talk about, have said, you know, Luke was running away from his responsibilities. I don't think Luke was really truly running away, even though he said, you know, why do you think I came to the most unfindable place in the entire galaxy? He wasn't running away from that. I I truly believe he was trying to find himself and to find a better way, and that he needed to get back to where things were with the Jedi Order and figure out a way for him to be able to, to raise a new generation of Jedi without repeating the same mistakes that has happened in the Jedi Order over and over and over again. I mean, if you think about it, Yoda, the greatest uh, Jedi Master of all time, his very own Padawan of Count Dooku, what did he do? He became a Sith Lord and became Darth Tyrannus. You know, his pupil then before he fell from the order of Qui-Gon Jinn is the one who taught Obi-Wan Kenobi and found Anakin Skywalker, who would eventually become Darth Vader. If it hadn't been for Qui-Gon of being stubborn and standing up against the Jedi Order and against the Grand um, the Council, he would not have had Obi-Wan, a you know unseasoned or untrained Jedi Master to take on this challenge of having to teach Anakin Skywalker, the most powerful Jedi, until his son came along. Of course, Obi-Wan was just as stubborn as everybody else, and ultimately it was his failure in his own words that he had failed Anakin as a teacher that he allowed him to become Darth Vader. Now, in my opinion, it wasn't that Obi-Wan failed as a teacher. He failed as his friend. He failed as a brother to turn and notice what was going on with Anakin and to support him. If somebody in the Order had supported Anakin in his personal issues that he was going through, then he would never have had to turn Sidious to uh, Palpatine uh, to look for somebody who would support him and to help him. But that's neither here nor there. Once again, Luke then came in, saved him, but then he, like I said, he saw that he was doing the exact same thing with his order. So if Luke was truly running away from his responsibilities and never wanted to teach anyone ever again, 
Then I asked this question, why would he give a map to himself for someone else to find to R2-D2 who stayed with the resistance, it wasn't like he took R2 with him, and gave a portion of that map then to Loris Anteca. Now, I haven't read any, I haven't read exactly how Loris Anteca um, received that portion of the map. It wasn't necessarily that Luke had given it to him. Um, I believe that's something that they're working on covering in the Poe Dameron uh, comics right now uh, with Marvel because they've involved a story with Lore Santeca and that um, one of the things that Leia was doing was trying to track him down. Well, we know that by the time of The Force Awakens, Lore Santeca has that one piece of information that is needed in order to find Luke. Why then, when Rey appears, does R2-D2 finally wake up from his low power mode and display the map? if it wasn't for the fact that Luke would wanted somebody to still come and find him. I truly believe that he knew that somebody would ultimately come and find him and need to be trained. Now, whether or not he was going to train them as a Jedi, that's a complete other story altogether. I believe Luke felt that by being there on Octo, that he was going to end the tradition of the Jedi and train Rey as something else, not as a Jedi, that she needed to be trained as a different type of Force user. Uh, and he fully believed to do that, hence the reason why he was going to go and burn the Force tree and burn the ancient Jedi texts. Yoda, in his infinite wisdom, knew that that wasn't the solution to the problem in the galaxy. That, yes, the dogmatic views of the current Jedi Order that got passed on to Yoda and was being done all the way up until the creation of the Galactic Empire and the fall of Darth Vader, that version of the Jedi Order needed to end. And Yoda already ended that with his training of Luke Skywalker on a one-on-one -on -one basis like they did. However, Yoda still told Luke, you need to pass on all that you have learned, not just your successes, not just your strength, not just your wisdom, but your failures. So, because what do we learn from? We don't learn from our successes. We learn from our mistakes. It was one of the greatest lines that Thomas Edison ever said was, you know, it took him, you know, over a thousand tries before he was able to create the incandescent light bulb. And a lot of people said, you know, oh man, you had, you know, thousands of failures before you were able to be successful. And he said, nope, I just found a thousand ways not to make a light bulb. I mean, that's taking your failures and learning from them. And that's something that Luke didn't do. It wasn't until he sat down and had that conversation with Yoda that he realized, you know what? It isn't the fact that the Jedi need to end. The Jedi just needed to go back to the basics. Yoda knew that Rey had the ancient Jedi text. He even said to Luke when Luke went and burned it and said, you know, I guess... 
you know, it is time for the Jedi to die. I was right. Um, and Yoda basically told him, no, you weren't right. Uh, you just decided that's what you needed to do. And Luke said, well, what about the ancient Jedi texts that have been burned? And Yoda said, there is nothing in that library that young Rey does not already have. And then we see at the end of the movie, yes, Rey has the ancient Jedi text. She's going to take the Jedi, in my belief, back to the basics of the teachings of the Order. Because for over a thousand generations, the Jedi were the guardians of peace and justice in the galaxy. And in order for them to do that, they had to have started somewhere, and they must have been doing it right. It wasn't until they started growing uh, in their hubris, as Luke liked to say, that they start to fail and allow the Sith and the dark side to rise once again. Yes, the light side of the Force would not be gone if the Jedi ended. The light side of the Force will always be there. Lesson 1 from Luke. Lesson 2 from Luke was the hubris of the Jedi. Now, Luke never got to his third lesson before... Once again, Rey continued on the tradition of um, students running away from their masters before finally having everything complete, but I think, in my opinion, she learned from that mistake. She learned that that was her failure when she ran off and, you know, confronted Kylo Ren to try and turn him back to being Ben Solo that that was her failure of trying to see his future and to predict what he was going to do. At the end of the movie, we see her holding the broken hero's blade and looking at Leia and saying, how are we supposed to start, you know, fresh again? And Leia says, we have everything we need right here. And that's Rey and everybody who believes that they are the spark that's going to ignite the fire that's going to burn the first order down and i truly believe that going into nine we will have seen that ray has now built her own lightsaber just like we had luke build his own lightsaber come episode three uh, or sorry episode uh, six and that anakin had built his own hero's blade come episode three because if you remember, in episode one, he was too young to have his own lightsaber. Episode two, the lightsaber he had, he lost twice and had it destroyed and was given one to borrow at the Battle of Geonosis. It wasn't until episode three that he had the hero's blade, the one that was traditionally held by the Skywalkers. Now, whether Rey is going to rebuild that hero's blade and have it, her, have it the same... I believe she's going to create something different, just like she's going to be creating something different for the Jedi Order. That's what I think. What do you guys think? Nerd11, signing out. That's all for today, fellow Star Wars nerds. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the station, don't forget to hit the favorite button so you don't miss the next broadcast. Feel free to leave a comment on any of the segments or call into the station so the rest of the galaxy can hear your voice. You can also follow the station on Twitter at the underscore SW nerds. At me and leave a comment or question which I might read on a future segment. Once again, thank you for listening. This is Nerd11, signing out and making the jump for home. 
May the force be with you.